This radio program is PG-13. Parents strongly caution some material may be inappropriate for children under the age of 13. Send me Jesus' mission was to comfort those who mourn, bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to captives, and open prison doors for those who are bound. For those who want more than status quo Christianity has to offer, Blazing Grace Radio begins now. And here is your host, Mike Janung. Hey, Mike Janung here, and welcome back to Blazing Grace Radio, coming to you from the Valley of the Sun, where we have just two seasons seven months of spring and five months of summer, and darn, I don't miss the snow from Colorado. So I saw a, an article, a news article, just about a couple of weeks ago that <laughs> had a hard time um, coming into grips with. There was a guy, there was a woman at a gym, and there was a guy in his 50s, and he was making no secret of the fact that he was just leering at her. I mean, they had a snapshot of him, and the look on his face was just pure sleaze and lust. And she was throwing a fit to the to the gym management and saying, quit looking at me. And, and, uh, and then, of course, you know, as Christians, we're commanded um, or we're given the standard in the biblical scripture that if a man looks at a woman with lust with her, he's committed adultery, sin. So we know this from the one side. And on the other side, this woman looked like she was in her 20s. She was dressed in yoga pants that were so sheer, there was nothing left to the imagination. And her top was the same thing. So when a woman dressed to provoke lust, she's going to provoke lust. Those are the type of guys who are going to be looking at her and, you know, like that guy did where he was, his his jaw was dropped and he was just gazing at her and the look on his face was, you could just tell. But so both sides have responsibility. And I was talking to a friend of mine just yesterday who was complaining about the fact that young women are prancing on stage at church with yoga pants on that leave little to the imagination. So we have to set the standards of what is appropriate dress, and, and those which are basically pantyhose are not, at least not for believers. So today I welcome back Tim Peterson and Sandy England. Both of you, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so this show is just going to, I'm going to let Tim and Sandy share stories, stories of what they've seen um in the groups, counseling, people they've talked to. So this time I'm going to go ladies first and let you go first, Sandy. Oh, thank you. Um, sure. Well, kind of as we have left off about being blessed and uh, just trusting God with the groups and stuff, the story I have, the story I have to share is pretty amazing. Um, we have prayer calls and we have texts and that kind of stuff. And, you know, everybody on those, I add, well, I accidentally added one lady 
um, to our Monday night prayer call. And I was like, oh, immediately, oops, sorry, didn't mean to add you. She goes, hey, no, I want to jump on. So she happened to jump on the prayer call. And the prayer call isn't always somebody who's been through group and that kind of stuff. Um, but she just happened to jump on um, when one of the other ladies jumped on, and she was just spinning. She was um, she was having a hard time even requesting prayer. She was just so distraught. Um, what was going on with her marriage, the family, all those things. And as she was talking, the lady that I accidentally invited to the prayer call is texting me saying, hey, I want to be her partner. I'll go through group again. And um, it, so <laughs> she wasn't on the call by accident. It was totally God's work. And um, they're just going through group together. She's been through group, and she's now... Um, walking with this other beautiful sister, they just watching the changes in both of them. Um, if it's just beautiful how God puts people together and to witness, you know, them working together. Um, getting out of isolation, as we talk about so many times, is so important for the wife too. Whether it's jumping on prayer calls, jumping in groups, just find somebody. Ask God to put somebody in your path, even on a prayer call that um, has a willing heart to walk with you. Mm. That's mm. one of my success witnessing. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful picture of broken people coming alongside other broken people. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, so um, this is kind of like a roundtable discussion, even though you guys are on the phone, so... Free flowing. <laughs> so, Tim, how about you? Oh, I, it, that actually brought up what Cindy was saying. Actually, brought up uh, a number of times that we've had complications just um, for whatever reason. Um, getting connected with people, getting people, guys in the right um, place, getting the information from guys. Um, strange circumstances, um, accountability partners that um, were set up and then all of a sudden dropped out. And um, and so then they end up getting somebody else, and it may take longer than any of us want to get the groups set up and get the accountability partners together and then I find out that these these guys have so many similarities in their lives, and it's like they were meant to talk to each other, and from different parts of the country or different parts of the world. And mm-hmm. what are the odds? I mean, you can say, well, that, that's just strange odds, or you can say, wow, that is the sovereign providential hand of God to put these two men together, coming from two different places where they never would have met if it wouldn't have been for the circumstances surrounding them getting to this point in this time. And I just praise God that, wow, in all of the time that Blazing Grace has existed, not to mention all the time that men have been in pornography throughout their lives, and now to bring them to this point and this time, and they meet 
to each other and and after the groups are over they're saying oh no we will be talking for the rest of our lives mm-hmm. i have found a brother that i know that i can count on and and then i hear from them two three years later and they're still pursuing each other they're traveling to meet each other and it's just amazing how god works out those details Mm -hmm. i agree there's times when people will call and you just miss each other miss each other you know you're on calls they're on calls you go back and forth um especially from the wife's perspective if i've been challenged too many times i take it as a personal and i pray it's like god obviously you're putting her here help open the doors and um just because I think, you know, flags or spiritual warfare that for some reason I'm not supposed to talk to her. Um, and if it's of God, he'll open the door and it will be amazing. Um, it's just, I've, God has shown me to pursue and keep sticking to it if um, there's de- deterrence, you know, like Tim said, you know, can't connect, that kind of stuff. It's like, just keep praying and the connection will be made and it will be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, and the, the one uh, situation that my mind went back to was a situation like that where it was difficult to get started. And um, this man had his own accountability partner and we decided that he well, he decided that he wanted to do um, a, a group just one on one with me, but had his own accountability partner. And um, there was there was so much that happened that that caused problems at the beginning of that. But when it finally got going, and we saw uh, an amazing growth in the man's life, and his wife saw things in his life that were transformed and she was testifying to it and he was amazed and his accountability partner was amazed at what God was doing. And, um, he actually wanted to go back through the group a second time and say, you know, I've got some help, but I want some more help. And, uh, and the amazing thing is, is that it wasn't long after the group was over that, that God took him home. And we saw um, a freedom in him in the last weeks of his life that he had never experienced in his life. And it was just God's gift again. His timing um, was amazing. And, um, and his wife was just grateful that God had given her those, those last moments of freedom um, in their marriage. Um, she was, of course, grieving, but uh, was very grateful that God had done what he had done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that is, I, I was working with the wife or walking with the wife, and it was truly amazing. And she, even now, we still talk every so often. Um, she just is so thankful that he had found freedom before he was taken away. And so so our listeners know um, when Tim and Sandy are talking about 
partners, prayer partners, accountability partners in these groups, the eight-week course for men and the 10-week course for wives, what they do is the group leaders is they pair them up and they work the assignments together and they pray with each other on a daily basis. So I'm just curious what the two of you, what your process looks like and when you pair them up. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Sandy. Well, I've learned I have to pray on it um, because there's been times I've thought, oh, yeah, this is a good fit, this is a good fit, and then it just isn't. So pairing them up, I kind of wait till after the first meeting and let them connect. You you can tell when they're sharing their stories who can relate to who, and you just pray on it, and God pairs them up, to be honest with you. I, I, I can't take any credit or whatever for that. Um, you, it's just amazing how God puts on the calls and how they start sharing and how the other people respond. It's just so clear who God wants with who. That's how it works for me. Anyway. Yep. I'm, I'm in the same place. And there's, there's <laughs> been many times where I've, I've tried to look at, uh, you know, their their area of the country, their area of the world, or whatever, or their life stage, or, you know, so many different factors. And and so I have in my mind, well, obviously, these two should go together. And then I say, okay, God, who do you want? And I, I just, you know, the impression that, well, no, this one is supposed to be with this one, and I, I'm, I Unfortunately, sometimes I argue with God, but but I, I submit to Him, and then it, then it's amazing to see how God works in that situation in in the in the guy's lives, and how I just say I, I never would have guessed this, I never would have decided this on my own, but um, God's done something different and and obviously better. Mm-hmm. I agree. There's been times exactly that scenario, and you're kind of like, okay, I, I don't understand this. But then you watch as through group, one of them has something to share with the other, that God put them in their mm-hmm. place to walk with them through that. And it's just amazing. So both of you talk about prayer and how critical prayer is to the recovery process and to your groups and what you do. It's just critical. Um, in the Wife's Heart group when we're, we're talking and we're working with our healing process um, and turning in connect, I said that, you know, guys, that's the biggest thing. When you start praying, God gives you a peace and just His truth. You can handle the situations differently. Um, I, You know, not just with my marriage and everything else, it's just so important for everything we do. Um, the world's crazy, throws a lot of stuff at us, if we let it, we can't be at peace. So I think we have to pray um, all the time, um, even if it's little prayers like, you know, God, give me the words for this next conversation. God, give, you know, just be with me at all times. There's so much peace and strength in that. I don't know. It's, I just think it's a critical piece in healing and your walk with Christ. Yeah, I, I think that, that whole perspective of prayer being communion with God and instead of us putting out our, 
our list of things that we want from God to, like Sandy said, to have it be constantly all the way through the day that, okay, yeah, God is present. He says he's never going to leave me or forsake me, so I can have a conversation with him about anything at any time. Mm -hmm. And yet I also, in that conversation, there needs to be receiving. So I'm stopping enough to listen and to say, okay, what is your, here's my perspective, God, what is your perspective? And when, when I've talked to men about that, especially in terms of temptation, I said, if you can have this communion with God all the time throughout your day, and it, it it happens slowly, it doesn't, it's not Mm -hmm. easy, but God keeps reminding you to come back to him and and when you do have that conversation, when the temptation comes, you've already set up a habit of talking to God and having this conversation with Him. Then you get, you can say, well, God, this is my perspective on this. I want to go to lust. I want to go to pornography. I want to go to whatever. But I want to hear your perspective on this. And then it's God bringing and saying, well, first of all, you know where that leads. Second of all, I have so much more for you. Mm-hmm. Let's go this direction. And when when God breaks through the temptation and they realize, wow, I don't have to go there anymore. I, I don't have to continue down that path. It's freedom for them. And they say, mm-hmm. there is a way out. It's God. Uh, that's a, amazing for them. That applies to the wives, too. You know, the fear and, you know, the devastation of their heart. Um, there's so much freedom when they start, you know, just con- building that relationship with the Lord. They're no longer in fear and bondage and um, to, in bondage to fear and bondage of what their husband is and isn't doing. And it's the same, you know, lust is, you know, lust, but women become so in fear. If I leave and go to the store, he's going to be watching porn. And it's like, you just let the enemy steal your, your blessings. Mm. And when you start, when they start seeing that and connecting with, in prayer, they become stronger and stronger to where they're no longer in bondage to that fear as well. It's amazing. It's just amazing. Mm, yeah. that's good. And uh, the other part, do we have time? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the other part is these these men praying together. Um, when they're praying for each other, when one of them is willing to to send a text and say, "Hey, I'm under fire right now. I'm I'm getting attacked, or I'm discouraged, or I'm feeling shame, or whatever," that their accountability partner then takes time to pray. Um, wherever they are, but then comes back and actually prays with their accountability partner. Um, I I have seen amazing growth in these guys and just saying, I never knew prayer could be like this. Mm. I never knew my conversation with God could grow like this. And I'm learning so much more about God through my time of praying with my accountability partner. Um, it, that has been powerful in these guys' lives to transform their relationship with God. And then that translates over to praying with their wives. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember the statistics, but 
I know it's out, out, outrageous how much more couples stay together when they pray together. Not not just talk about, uh, you know, praying for somebody's sickness, but really pray their hearts together before God. Um, their marriage stabilizes and becomes much more secure. I can personally add to that. I know um, I feel so um, loved, I'm going to get cheery, when Dusty prays for me all the time. It mm-hmm. just showers me. I feel so loved when he prays for me. So I, that's so powerful when the husbands and wives pray for each other. What a better way to show how much you love someone is to bring you know, God's blessings, and pray for them. It's beautiful. You know, we are blessed to see um, changed lives and, you know, Lord healing hearts and bringing marriages together that were on the verge of being torn apart. But we also see tragedies, too, and there's lessons to be learned in those. So can you both share a story where it didn't go well, it didn't end well? Yeah, I mean, fairly briefly, I I um, saw a guy that in one of the groups uh, was having struggles, and I didn't know why. And I heard a lot of talk, and I even tried to push him on some of the talk that seemed a bit surface. Um, and he seemed to be avoiding some of the deeper questions. And it wasn't until the day that we finished the group that very night um his wife landed on his history on the computer and he had been doing pornography through the entire eight-week course and he called me the next day and apologized and then he sent an email out to the, the group that he was a part of and he said i i just blew it i I've been doing this, and I'm so sorry uh, that I lied to you all. And and I I talked to him, and I just said, let's do this again. Let's do this right. And um, I never heard from him again. And I was so brokenhearted, so sad. Mm. So does it come down to he just didn't want to give it up? I, I don't know what it came down to, but I do know that he was playing games through the entire time rather than really truly going, getting down to business and saying, I, I realize what I've got to do. Um, yeah. Okay. Sandy, we got a minute and a half. Oh dear. Um, I, you know, unfortunately some marriages do split up. Um, and, and it's sad, you know, whatever, doesn't want to give it up, whatever the case may be. The wife can't forgive, whatever. But the situation that comes to mind was, yes, the divorce happened, and yes, they are different paths, but I'm still in contact with the wife. And the blessing in all that is still her walk. She's very strong in her faith and that kind of stuff. So, yes, the marriage was ended, um, but God used it to grow her. So it's kind of a mixed, you know... Unfortunately, that happened, but wow, look what God's doing with it. Mm. And did it end because, well, frankly speaking, the guy didn't, I mean, that's what we see a lot of. The guy didn't want to 
go all the way with recovery? You know, in that situation, only God knows the truth. I think it's a little bit of both. I think he was not able or willing or whatever to give it up completely. And with that, she sensed and was not able to trust and forgive completely. So they still both had a huge chunk um, of pain and anger. And so they both couldn't get rid of that piece, so they carried it. Well, thank you, Tim and Sandy, for joining us. And uh, thank you, those of us who have been listening in. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. And have a good week. Do you want to be free? Blazing Grace is a nonprofit international ministry for the sexually broken and the spouse. Please visit us at blazinggrace.org for information on Mike Janung's books, groups, counseling, or to have Mike speak at your organization. You can email us at email at blazinggrace.org or call our office in Chandler, Arizona at 719-888-5144. Again, visit us at blazinggrace.org. Email us at email at blazinggrace.org or call the office at 719-888-5144.